0: happy monday everybody my name is brandon rosa and welcome to episode 83 of the xbox and 10 podcast your weekly source of xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes every monday this podcast covers new game releases the previous week's gaming news and we all are in an xbox related fun fact together this show is on youtube and podcast services around the world so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review xboxand 10com no numbers is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles which you can follow at Xbox and Ten. The big game released last week was PBA Pro Bowling 2021, and the only two games coming out this week include Back to Belt and Star Child. The Xbox games with gold for January were announced, and these games include Little Nightmares, available from January 1st to the 31st on Xbox One, Dead Rising, available from January 16th to February 15th on Xbox One, The King of Fighters 8, available from January 1st to the 15th from Xbox 360, playable on Xbox One, and Breakdown from the original Xbox, available from January 16th to the 31st, playable on Xbox One. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and on a very slow news week, we have 4 to cover this week. Number 1, Microsoft Flight Simulator Virtual Reality Update available now. This is by Jorg Newman, head of Microsoft Flight Simulator, over on Xbox Wire. Microsoft Flight Simulator was built from the ground up to achieve 3 key goals, realism, accuracy, and authenticity of flight. Today we are excited to share that Virtual Reality for Microsoft Flight Simulator is now available on your favorite VR headset for PC, offering simmers the deepest and most immersive virtual flight experience in the new simulator series to date. The Flight Sim community has been a very active, insightful partner in shaping how the team approached VR and continues to be a critical partner in our continued development as we make further improvements and add new features to the simulation. Adding VR to Microsoft Flight Simulator was a direct result of community feedback and we look forward to continued involvement in the future of the franchise with us. Our goal is to make this update accessible to as many VR players as possible. To achieve this goal we have worked to make this free update compatible across a wide range of supported devices, including most Windows Mixed Reality headsets, including the HP Reverb G2, Oculus, Valve, and HTC headsets. To access VR make sure you have downloaded the latest update from Microsoft Flight Simulator. I played a little bit of this game when it first came out just to see how breathtaking it was, and it really was. I'm not much of a simulation gamer myself, but it is cool to check out the tech, especially since it's free with Xbox Game Pass. I'm probably going to give it a go in VR just to see how amazing it is, and I look forward to giving this game another go when the Series X release comes out in 2021. Number 2, Minecraft Dungeons' chilliest and thrilliest event is now live. Vicky Blake at Eurogamer writes, Minecraft Dungeons latest event is now live, offering 6 winter themed trails from now until the end of the year. It also introduces 3 new collectibles and 2 new trial modifiers which includes a changing number of chests, artifact cooldown changes, and the ominous sounding invisible mobs. Mojang also announced recently a new season pass for Minecraft Dungeons which will contain 4 additional DLC packs on top of the two already launched. As Tom explained at the time, the enjoyable Diablo Light spinoff first arrived earlier this year and quickly added two extra packs, Jungle Awakens and Creeping Winter, which you can buy separately or with a Hero Pass. I wanted to highlight this news story as I've been enjoying Minecraft Dungeons via Project X Cloud on my phone. It's a fun thrilling game and I like to pop in and pop out. For anyone that is continuing to play this game or needs an excuse to come back, a new event should do it for you. Number 3, Call of Duty Warzone's new gun is also a working 80s tape deck. Austin Gosselin at Polygon writes, Call of Duty Warzone and Black Ops Cold War's first season just started last week, and along with all the other content this season brought, it also included new cosmetics for players to collect. For season 1, those cosmetics include a few Masterwork skins, which in Black Ops 4 were some of Treyarch's most elaborate and goofy designs. Treyarch teased Mastercraft skins earlier this year, but thanks to Call of Duty Data Miners, we know now that the first few Mastercraft skins will be and what they'll look like. One of the game's new skins is called ICB Rifle, which is a full transformation skin for the AK-47. The skin changes the gun into a mini launch platform for a very small intercontinental ballistic missile. The tiny ICBM strapped to the top even fires its rockets like it's about to launch when you reload the weapon. This skin comes in the rocket science bundle with a few other cosmetics including the Bullfrog's new blast radius skin, which is also Soviet missile themed. There's also the Min Condition Bundle which features an AK-74U skin called Collector's Item that turns the weapon into a tiny toy that looks like it came straight out of the 1980s. Finally, there's the Tape Deck Skin for the KSP-45 which turns the gun into a fully functioning cassette player complete with the ability to change tapes. The Tape Deck Skin comes in the Retro Renegade Bundle which also includes the Fast Tempo 80s themed FFRA-1 Assault Rifle Skin as well as a few other items. All three bundles will be sold in the Call of Duty in-game store for 2400 COD points, or $19.99. None of these bundles have hit the game store just yet, but each one should make it there before the Season 1 is over. All of the skins in each bundle will be usable in both Call of Duty Warzone and Black Ops Cold War. It's really cool to check out some of the videos that have been posted leaked of these new skins and how they look when operating weapons. I've been loving my time with Call of Duty Warzone and even grinding out some weapons in the Black Ops Cold War multiplayer. And number 4, Cyberpunk 2077 sold over 13 million copies as of December 20th, despite refunds. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that it has sold through over 13 million copies of Cyberpunk 2077 as of December 20th, even with most refund requests factored in. Announced by CD Projekt Red, this number included all retail and digital sales across all hardware platforms and has accounted for all refunds submitted by both brick-and-mortar stores and digital storefronts, except for those submitted directly to CD Projekt Red. Quote, this figure represents the estimated volume of retail sales across all hardware platforms, factoring in returns submitted by retail clients and brick and mortar as well as digital storefronts, i.e. the sell-through figure, less all refund requests emailed directly to the company by the publication date of this report and the framework of the Help Me Refund campaign CD Project Red wrote. CD Projekt Red chose to disclose this information in the way due to the potential impact on investment-related decisions. Cyberpunk 2077 launched on December 10th and has already sold 8 million copies and recouped all of its marketing and development costs before it was released. The refunds were in part due to the major performance and technical issues players had with Cyberpunk 2077, especially on the base, Xbox One, and PS4 units. This led to CD Projekt Red, Sony, and Microsoft all allowing for refunds above and beyond what is normally allowed. Furthermore, Sony removed Cyberpunk 2077 from the PlayStation Store indefinitely. While I know there's a good game in Cyberpunk 2077 somewhere, and especially on PC, the story kind of bums me out because I really just want to play this game in all the glory that they promised. I got my refund, and I'm waiting to see what this game turns into after a number of big patches and updates to make this game more stable, and on the promise that they showed in all their marketing over the past few months and years. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is going to be about Microsoft Flight Simulator. Credit to wikipedia.com. Microsoft Flight Simulator, often abbreviated as MSFS or FS, is a series of amateur flight simulator programs for Microsoft Windows operating systems, and earlier for MS-DOS and Classic Mac OS. It's one of the longest-running, best-known and most comprehensive home flight simulator programs on the market. It was an early product in the Microsoft application portfolio and differed significantly from Microsoft's other software, which was largely business-oriented. At 38 years old, it is the longest-running software product line for Microsoft predating Windows by three years. Microsoft Flight Simulator is one of the longest-running PC video game series of all time. I always knew this was a very long-running series, but I did not know that it actually predates Windows. Pretty cool fun fact, if I do say so myself. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at and 10 This past week, I haven't really dived deep into anything, I've continued to play Call of Duty Warzone, Call of Duty Black Ops Coldware, and Minecraft Dungeons via Project X Cloud, enjoying all three big time. My name is Brandon Rosa, I hope you all had a great holiday. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.